0: Bah, bah, Going down the pipe. We're going in the pipe? I have no idea. I've never actually seen the movie that that's referenced from. I always remember it from StarCraft.
1: Yeah, and it's uh, from... It did start From Aliens. But I it's think. from Aliens,
0: um, the second one. Okay. So I, I know it's from Aliens, but I've never actually seen any of those movies. One so. of the last good ones. Okay. I've never seen any of them, so I can't, can't comment. I just like, I know what the reference is from. I, wanna... I know what I've heard it from, which is always from StarCraft. But I know it predates StarCraft.
1: Yeah, it's funny how Starcraft was able to actually steal
0: legit voice oh, actually, acting. Hey, yeah. it, it, that that was uh that was yeah.
1: What's it called back in Blizzard back in the day? We don't give a fuck. Well, we lost the rights to 40k. We need to finish this game now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's, I mean, that's that's a lot of things for a long time. I mean, Beastie Boys did that with music. They're the reason for for sampling and why why it costs money to sample now because they did, they did a whole whole album on it and people were like, "You just took our." You took our stuff. Our stuff. And, and that's when the music industry was like, oh, you guys should probably pay for that. I thought that was Napster. No, Napster's <laughs> the reason you can't download
1: free music. God damn it, Metallica. <laughs> yeah, Lars. <laughs> Fuck you, Metallica. I just hate you even more now. Not just, that I hate them. They just,
0: yeah. I like them. I'm a big fan. They're Metallica. I'm a fan. I'm a fan.
1: You're a fan. I'm a fan. Well, I'm Sam. I'm Tom. And those geeks with the podcast, we just kind of started ranting
0: before we started. Yeah, which is normal for us.
1: Yeah, it's, it's how our lives go. We just rant and rant and hope someone listens. Yeah. I don't think half the people <laughs> do, but it's <laughs> okay. No. I, I, our numbers are saying a little bit otherwise, yeah, so thank well, you guys out right. there for listening. We right. we appreciate it.
0: I appreciate all of the 10 listeners we have. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where we're at, right?
1: Well, First. there's 10 mm. YouTube subscribers, so, Okay. so apparently I got a do some sort awesome. of naked stream and yeah i'll figure that one out for you guys and i'll get it <laughs> i'll get it out there to you this might take a little bit of planning i'm sorry i didn't expect sarah <laughs> yes. to be our 10th subscriber
0: <laughs> oh yes
1: it all know actually that. makes sense i don't know that she knew about that i don't at think all. she did either but um, i'm
0: but, okay with it yeah uh,
1: usually youtube doesn't tell it who it is but she was yeah. one of the public people and yeah so yeah our friend sarah the one who wears girl pants, too, yes. <laughs> became our 10th subscriber, and now apparently I n- need to do some sort of naked stream. So, I volunteered uh, him for it. Yeah, this will be interesting. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see what we turn out, guys. Uh, uh, yeah, but uh, we have like 140-some listens out of like 10 podcasts. Sweet. So that's pretty good. Uh, 11, 12 now. 12, be 12. Yeah. We'll see what, see what see. we push with 12. It's like 13. It's insider information for everybody. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah,
0: no, it's awesome. I, don't I like I like seeing those numbers and numbers are fun. It's it's been interesting because it's a this is a totally new experience for both of us really. So it's it's interesting to see how this grows and what actually happens with it. And it'll be interesting especially if we do end up doing a uh the video
1: portion mm-hmm. of the podcast too cuz I think that'll get more YouTube engagement too to see our dumb antics yes. and our dumb selves. Oh yeah. Because it seems like people like to listen to us a little bit more than watch us, but once they listen and watch us at the same time... Minds explode. Yeah. I mean, even though that's what you do when we play video games, but we're also focused on something, so our antics aren't quite... ...extravagant. (laughs) Antiquated. So what's going on with Sammy? Well, I did a lot of drumming this weekend. Yeah? And, Mm -hmm. uh, well, first off, Friday I went to go see Moon Hooch, that's why we didn't record Friday. Oh, fucking amazing band. If anybody doesn't know Moon Hooge, go look up Moon Hooch. Two saxophones and a drummer. Kind of have EDM-ish vibe to them. But when they get away from their experimental EDM rap stuff and play their saxophone drum jam shit, which is more than half their show, it's fucking epic. You got to sit through a couple of weird techno raps. Oh, you get that. But after that, it's like, damn, these guys go in. Me and my buddy are standing there in the crowd. And uh, these two guys come in behind us, and all I hear, them, man, these white boys, these white boys getting it, these white boys going in. And, like, they're not talking about me and my buddy. They're talking about the saxophonist on stage, like, getting this beat, and they start rapping to it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking great. And a moonhood show, I don't know why, every show, the entire fucking crowd is moving. Like, there's hardly any standing
0: people at all. Just everybody's moving, and it's a good time feel like with with something like that with like saxophones and drums you kind not you 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 have to sway to that music it's like going to jazz like you don't, you don't want to just sit there you you got you want to move to the music yes uh, that's um, a good if, the, if that makes sense it does it just to me it's just like if i went to go see real big fish mm-hmm. if i go see real big fish and like the the brass sections playing and stuff like i don't want to be just standing. I want that music. You to gotta make get me out there
1: and skank it, man. Yes. Yeah. yeah I love skanking. It's real big never, fish. I've never done that. Yeah, it's just kicking just, your legs out in front of you and okay. dancing. I I just enjoy like yeah.
0: like just swaying along to the music. Like to me, when you have a metal a metal show, you know, obviously they they have instruments. You know, they're you got a guitar and, and bass and stuff like that. But they're like those instruments are more like let's rock out, you know, headbang type thing mm-hmm. for me. But when I hear, uh, you know, instrumentals with, like, with brass or with sax, with woodwinds and things like that, like, that makes me want to to sway more to the music, to, to I guess, yeah, be more of a dancey type thing. Well, background,
1: we're both musicians from band, and yeah. um, I was talking to, uh, well, it's like, wait a Sunday. Uh, even though Saturday, I'll, I'll get to Saturday, though. That was an interesting day. Sunday, I went to a house to help girl I'm talking to move in. The couple she's moving in with, the guy is a blacksmith, and I was talking to him, and he also plays music, and he's like, wait, are you a musician? Because you're talking about a lot of different music, and only musicians listen to that many different types of music. I'm like, well, I'm not like a musician, but I do try to play music, so I guess... I have that in me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, just when he said that it clicked to me. I'm like, yeah, no, most musicians I know are the broadest spectrum of music listeners out there. Yeah.
0: Well, I feel like um, when you're a musician, you want your musician, you want to um, collect these different sounds to maybe use in uh, especially if you are a, if you're a musician in the form of you're continuing to like make music mm-hmm. or participate in making music. Collecting these different sounds can kind of help you get an idea of your sampling. What? Well, yeah, sa- you're sa- yeah, exactly what you're doing. You're sampling, but it gives you an idea of like different tempos, um, different beats, you know, different melodies and things that might sound. You know, if you take them and move them around with with these other sounds that you have in your head, you might be able to make something completely different, and it sounds really cool. Exactly, and that was a cool thing about going to three different drum circles this weekend. So Saturday, I was posted
1: on Facebook into the Cleveland Drummer Group that there was. World Refugee Day at Lakewood Park, a park on the beach. So went up to Lakewood Park, and there turned out to be like four of us total drumming. And then there was a trumpet player, too. I've never jammed with a trumpet player. That was really cool while he was there. World Refugee Day was kind of interesting. It was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed going to it. Uh, they had a bunch of Nepalese people doing uh, dances and doing some cultural things for like the, uh, the Harvest Festival type dance and things like that. Okay. And it was cool, because you got to see the different cultural bits. But um, pretty much it was, hey, drummers, come out, do some hand drumming, show the like, refugees like, the Cleveland culture. We weren't part of the program, um, but we got sucked into the program. <laughs> uh, one of the coordinators came over and was like, hey, we have some African dancers. Can you do some African beats? So these two African guys, legit from Africa, came and showed us uh, how to like, do this beat. So we played it. They go out, and all the coordinators say, everybody, come over here to this field. They had us go out there and sit down to drum, and then everybody came to look, and these two African guys, dressed in flannels, um, timberlands, and jeans, get out there, and they're supposed to do some African dancing, is what we're told, which, any type of dancing could be African dancing, I will give you that. They started break dancing in the middle of the grass. Right. And <laughs> I, it was not what we expected. And then... Um, they got done with their breakdance routine, and, like, they started switching out on drums with a couple of the drummers and whatnot. So one guy came up to me, and then he pulled me out there. I don't fucking know how to breakdance, <laughs> dude. Like, I, I don't know the first thing. I, I can't really stand wish. on my head. I can't do backflips. I can't do any of that shit.
0: Really so, wish I could have gotten, like, a video of you and your oh, wife. There's and there's oh, there's video. There's video of this. There's, I don't know where. Uh, I gotta find People it. People were
1: taking video of this <laughs> the entire yeah. time. But so I grab my fucking rain stick, like this big African rain stick that I got from the apothecary. And I just start shaking it around and like doing my hippie dance and like what I do at drum circles because I'm like, I don't know, but this entire fucking refugee <laughs> fair is now looking at me and I need to dance <laughs> and I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> it was an experience. Sam, you, that was your that was your footloose moment and, and you uh, failed. I failed. Uh, well, I, I, Or maybe, maybe you succeeded because you went out and you danced. I,
1: I danced, but... This is the African tribal (laughs) section of the program (laughs) and this white boy is out there dancing with a rain stick and patchwork (laughs) pants and a bandana. (laughs) You you broke the cultural norm. (laughs) (laughs) Is that appropriation? Like did uh, I did I do appropriate not no, fucking around? No, I don't know. That that was an, an interesting moment. So eventually some kids were gathered around. So I just like got like down and started shaking the rain stick, and I'm like, "Hey, you play this, you go dance." <laughs> <laughs> and so then I led some kids into the circle to start dancing, and I got the fuck out of there. Uh, you oh. gotta find it out. So the other two ladies who went there who weren't coordinating the thing to drum after that they were like dude we should get out of here there's a drum circle literally next door at the center for gathering or something like that is what it was called and so we went there and then there was only one other person again and so we had another drum circle of four people but it was very well put together and not chaotic and people weren't telling us to go faster and what to do and kids weren't trying to steal our instruments (laughs) so it was much better sounds like a much more entertaining
0: weekend than what i had oh
1: it was entertaining yesterday i went to go to a drum jam. At Edgewater Park, okay, and uh, Opie Park, yeah, did a, did a better <laughs> drum circle there. there. It was a big, bigger group of people, like ten plus people, and uh, random people coming up and doing dances. I mean, Cleveland's a very diverse area, so Edgewater Park oh, yeah. has everybody there. We had a bunch of different cultures in that drum circle, and uh, people dancing in there, there was so much more <laughs> cultural dancing in that drum circle than the one I played at on Saturday. <laughs> Definitely some, uh, some South American dancing. There was some booty shaking, twerking. There was some <laughs> legit African dancing. Like it, they, they covered everything. It was great. Nice.
0: Yeah, uh, My weekend uh, consisted of cutting grass and... 90 degree weather. I do super, not envy you. Super fun.
1: Well, I drummed
0: in 94 <laughs> yeah. degree
1: weather, so I was fucking retarded.
0: So other than that, what else? Did? Oh, I, uh I, my, the Mike Shinoda album dropped this week. I am uh, going to check that out. Post Traumatic is the name of the album. Um, between that dropping and earlier in the week, um there was a interview he did for a podcast on iHeartRadio called Inside the Studio. Um, it was really really interesting to to hear more about what's been going on with him and how this album came to be because it's really easy to to take this album and just be like, this is um because of Chester passing away, and that's all it is i mean you could you can put it in that light, but you're missing so much of what this album is and yeah. what um what comes out of all of this. And it's it's just been interesting, like even even when I would get like, cause I pre-ordered the album uh, back when I first heard about it, which I don't remember when it was. It was months ago at this point. Um, and I would get, I'll get a, I was getting a random couple songs. Like I think uh, I got like eight singles from this album wow. before it came out. It's a sixteen-track um, album. You've seen that like a I, lot more. Yeah, but I, I through pre-ordering it, I got eight of those tracks before the album came out, right? And I had listened to most of them before, you know, multiple times before it, I, I got to, you know, hear this, um, the the interview or get the full album, to sit down with the full album. And it's it's been really interesting just listening to some of those tracks, like catching the uh, over and over, I think it's over and over again. It's um, this track about, you know, dealing with, with Chester's passing and how you don't just deal with it once. You, you know, you deal with someone passing multiple times. Oh, yeah. Every time... The- something comes up right? And reminds and like, you
1: of it. You have to deal with it
0: all over again and it, learn how to cope. It, exactly. And like, you know, a big thing was, you know, that the um benefit they did, benefit concert that they did where they had a bunch of the, bunch of people come out and sing some of the tracks and sing some of Chester's parts and things. Like, that's just like the first couple songs are like that. And then you get into like um About You, which is this idea that everything that uh, Mike Schneider has been doing, all of these tracks, this whole album, even if he goes out somewhere, it's you know, suddenly even if it had nothing to do with Chester's passing, you know, he could be writing a, a song that has nothing to do with Chester and it's then gonna be attributed to it. Though. But yeah, it's a tribute to it because everything is seen through that lens and it's just, it's, it's an interesting, I definitely recommend listening to that podcast and listening to that interview. I also recommend the album. The album is great. Um, I've listened to it once all the way through. I put it on my iPod um, and at some point I'm going to listen to it a few more times so mm-hmm. I can get more from that album. So other than that, I know you. I know you had you have phone issues right now. I've oh yeah, my phone
1: just started boot looping today. Booted into recovery, wiped it, did it, cleared all software, so that's factory reset. And uh, it has to be a hardware issue with some type of jumper or something, yeah. in it uh just or connection just going bad. And
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you can see it from there, but my phone. Your has phone is fucking. Curved. You got a curve, yeah, and you didn't so, <laughs> buy a curve. I did not buy a curve. So my my Pixel One is coming up on two years old at this point and I'm waiting for that. I'm trying to hold out to the, to the pixel three and in, in October is when they usually release <laughs> my phone is overheated multiple times in the past year. I know that part of that curve is from that. I also know that part of that curve is from me being angry and starting to bend the phone <laughs> because of it overheating or because of various issues because I'll get really <laughs> angry and I'm like, you stupid piece of... And then I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to break this phone. I really don't want to snap this phone in half. This yeah, is a bad idea. Usually a bad idea. I should idea. stop. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm trying not to like break my phone uh, out of rage. <laughs> because I needed it to last till October I had this
1: phone that I've had The Note
0: 4 for like 4 years
1: And this Ooh. is the first phone I have not broken yeah. It's broken <laughs> 4 <laughs> times though <laughs> Or 3 times First time it started boot looping, So I returned it So same issue I have right now Second time the uh the camera uh, short-circuited and actually looked like it caught fire, according to the tech who (laughs) took it apart. (laughs) And the uh, third time now, it's just boot-looping again. (laughs) And so um, I got it to turn on for like five seconds, but it's crucial to work. I have like my RSA tokens on there and whatnot, so I need to get a phone immediately. I just decided I've been having some issues with sprints. Uh, Speeds are not what they used to be even, and they've never been good. And if they're not what they used to be and don't allow me to work remotely, because I do that sometimes. Right. Um. Yeah, then I'm not going to use it. Like I'm not, I've been able to sign into Google and things, but the connection's not been strong enough to keep my chat going, which wow. is the weirdest part. That's and uh, it, it's only the... It has to be... like That's the only thing that I've equated it to is being on the phone. Because as soon as I go to any other Wi-Fi network, I have no issue with the chat showing me online. But obviously, I have to look like I'm online when I'm working, because I've got to be online and I've got to be working. So I'm going to go to Google Fi, or Fi, Fi Fi Fofum. I don't know what you say. Right. Uh, I've heard good things about that. So the thing I like is they have three networks. So they're not the greatest, but T-Mobile is the first one. And my buddy who has FI said, uh, or FI, whichever, let me know, (laughs) uh, said that it's usually always on T-Mobile and it's faster than Sprint that he had. So it should work for what I need it to. Its next fallback, ooh, excuse me, bourbon, is Sprint. Fallback after that is U.S. Cellular. Also, I can use it in 130 different countries without getting an upcharge. Right, which is huge for me. Because
0: don't they? I, don't, I wasn't. I was like half paying attention. I'm sorry, but they, they also—if you may have said this, but they don't—they jump you from like if there's a Wi-Fi spot that they have, yeah. they'll actually jump you from Wi-Fi spot to Wi-Fi spot with your connection. So you don't. So use you data? sell like just a cellular connection in general. Yeah. Um, is, is sometimes from what I heard. Yeah, and you only pay for what you use up to 6
1: gigabytes of data. So mm-hmm. it's $20 for the phone service, $10 per gigabyte, and $5 for phone protection. So most I'm ever going to pay is 85 which nice. is about what I'm paying for Sprint anyway right now. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. No, I mean why not I, do I,
0: it? I've heard that they're pretty good. I and mean, if you're, uh, especially if you go to on a um, hiking trip in Canada it will be a great great exactly. thing for you because you actually be able to
1: only a year and a half yeah. left Tom <laughs> only a year and a half left <laughs> then I can go and step across that border there you go legally <laughs> legally legally <That's laughs> that is an important uh, descriptor yeah uh, when i was in uh, <laughs> when I was in Montana with Julie and Brian a couple of years back, uh, we did our siblings trip in uh Glacier National Park and we came up this ridge and you could see the Canadian border just the blank tree line mm-hmm. like there's trees and then all of a sudden there's no trees yeah. There's no fence or anything there's just no trees uh, on the border and i'm like i really 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 mm. want to go put my foot right over there <laughs> but i know that's a really bad idea <laughs> yeah. right now oh yeah but because i'm not allowed to do it i am so <laughs> tempted to go step my foot into canada right now <laughs> yeah. it might be like four <laughs> miles away but i want to run there <laughs>
0: You gotta be careful about that.
1: Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to go to international Canadian <laughs> prison. <laughs> I feel like it'd be better than Guantanamo Bay. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But um, I still, I don't like no cock meat sandwiches as they put it in uh, Harold and Kumar.
0: <laughs> That's our rant. How the fuck yeah, do we get to? I don't know. Harold and Kumar in Canada? That's just, just like when I got home. I suddenly it was like, I want to watch Hook, because for some reason my brain went Bangarang, Robin. Or bangerang, Peter. (laughs) I was going to say Robin. Robin. Well, I mean, Robin Williams. It is Robin. Yeah. Uh, Actor, not the character. Bangerang, Peter.
1: The entire time you're watching that movie, you're just going to think of fucking Rufio. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Bill Cosby Rufio meme. If you haven't seen it, look (laughs) it up. It is great.
0: (laughs) Oh, God.
1: So in the last week, we've had some other exciting things happen in video game land. Yeah. E to the three. Yeah. E3 conference electronics, something expo. I don't oh, know what the middle God. e is.
0: Like I remember it and then I'll forget it. And it's just, it's constantly happening to me. I think it's electronics entertainment expo. Electronics entertainment expo. That uh-huh. is correct. That is hey. correct. I got it before it popped up
1: on the computer. He is good. <laughs> Barely, but I did. So first <laughs> off, I know o- your thoughts on I was E3. Say, o-
0: overall impressions. You want to do that first? Yeah, definitely.
1: Overall thoughts. Um, I think we're both kind of a little in agreement on this. Not, not nothing bad to come out of E3. Obviously, I mean, there's some good stuff coming out of E3, but uh, this was not a blow-up year like I expected. Yeah, or hoped, I should say. I mean, in some ways, yes, I am very <laughs> excited about some things that are coming out, but across the board, <laughs> meh. Uh, this uh, year is
0: meh. Yeah, uh, across the, the board, it had announcements. What's the thing is it had announcements across the board. It was. Hey, look at this stuff. you already knew it was coming out, but look at this stuff we're going to be putting out. Yeah. And that was that was across the board. Um, there really wasn't a whole lot of like surprise announcements. There were a couple, which we'll go over. At least I thought they were kind of surprise announcements. I didn't see them coming. Um, so there were a few of those. But for the most part, it was everything you already knew about. Yeah. If you were into video games, you already probably knew about it. Exactly. And if you didn't already
1: know about it, it was something you were expecting and you didn't know what year they were going to finally announce it. Right. And because it's just been too long and you know it's going to happen, so just finally say it. Are you going to say it this year? Right. Well, we got a couple of those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, there, there were a lot of just things that they... There were things that, that we, I, I wanted to see more of uh, or get m- more updates on that I, we just didn't get and that was... Super disappointing.
1: Yeah. And in some but, ways, I can understand that. Like, we'll talk about yeah, it later. So we'll but certain companies them. were like, eh, we're just going to do this year's stuff.
0: Yeah. But uh,
1: let's start out with the beginning of the expo. Yes. So, this EA at E3, the shitty company. <laughs> well,
0: they make some okay stuff. Yeah. Okay. But not bad. So, as i say for starters, we have the newest Battle Royale. Because everything needs Battle Royale in it. Yes, and that was going to be one of my things. Like, E3 just unleashed Battle
1: Royale. Like, oh, Fortnite and PUBG? We need to have that in every game now. <laughs> Call of
0: Duty. <laughs>
1: Battlefield Battle, 5. Battle, yeah, Gears, Gears of, of War. <laughs> All of them are going to have this new mode. Which, okay, great. Yeah, it's cool yeah. when you come up with a new mode. At, at this point. But the, the, don't,
0: like, I feel it, like they're it, banking on this
1: new mode oh for yeah. these games well, now. Well, it's,
0: it's, becoming, it's becoming the new deathmatch. Yes. Every game had deathmatch. If it didn't have deathmatch, it was garbage, pretty much. Which, it was needed. Like, the fucking COD <clears throat> fast shooter formula was overplayed
1: for too long. Yeah. Even Battlefield started switching to it because of how popular yeah. it was. And Battlefield was, oh, we're going to have all these people on the maps, and we're going to fight real battles. Eh. Right.
0: Eh. Not anymore. Right. After Battlefield 2, eh. What I to say about Battlefield is, uh, fuck the people who are all upset that there are females and black people in battlefield five because it takes place during world war ii right yeah yeah it takes place during world war ii and oh my god there's black people and females on the battlefield nah, go fuck yourself
1: yeah and don't you know that black people were actually on the battlefield yeah. buddy it happened and there
0: were there were some females too yeah. depending on what countries and stuff you were in mm-hmm. so it's it's just ridiculous how upset people are and it's first off historical you're,
1: it's a, accuracy
0: it's a fucking video game wait what <laughs> This isn't but life. I, I, want you, I want you to know that if you get shot, your red, you know, the red vision that you get isn't going away. You're still going to die. Oh, shit. You're going to bleed out. Oh, shit. <laughs> no one's coming over to you with a stick of morphine and bringing you back up so you can <laughs> shoot some people. Okay? That's how it works. Fucking ridiculous, man. I, there's just some people within, like, various fandoms, like video games or even comic books that do shit like that that so piss me off. Oh, understandable.
1: But. At least this battlefield, they're going back to destructive environments.
0: Yes. Oh, I can't well, wait. It's, and say so this is Battlefield Five, so this is just like Four had had destructible environments. This is just taking it to that next level. Well, they you took them more. out after Bad Company. Bad Company was the first one to do it. Yeah. Well, battlefield remember, Three took it out. I, say, I remember Four having it. Okay, I didn't I'm, play I'm, Four. I remember it wasn't not to this degree. So Five mm. is taking it like they're cranking it to eleven. Okay, it's everything is destructible. Um, that's how
1: Battlefield Bad Company was, and it was great. You needed a fucking place to shoot, shoot through the wall, yeah. and then fucking snipe out that bitch. Like
0: everything was great. I say it because in fi- in the the video for five, you know, you, they they can literally run a tank through the uh-huh. building. Yeah. So and, this isn't like, and that's
1: what I also love because if there is that fucking sniper who's being that dick who has oh, that yeah. one sniper point,
0: all right, Rocketeer, get over here, take out that fucking building. Yeah. that fucker's dead. Right. Yeah. So they've they've brought it. They it's. It was definitely in four. I don't know if it was in Battle. I assume it was in Battlefield One and in Hardline, but I'm not sure. Um, But it is. It's back in five. It was in four, and it's definitely back back in five and turned up.
1: Good. Uh, It is. It needs to be all the way up like it used to be.
0: It's looking good. Um, Of the few and far between random uh, announcements, respawn uh, makers of Titanfall and Titanfall Two, which are really good games in my opinion. Uh, they are working on a Star Wars game. It it's gonna be interesting. Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> During the time of when the <laughs> Jedi were being hunted. I, I don't know. Did you watch any of the conferences? No, I did not okay. watch them full through. This this announcement was just cringeworthy, dude. Oh, like, it wasn't it was bad. He, I don't know if if he. I, I assume he knew he was coming there to, to talk about this, but he he just wasn't prepared. Like he he did not know what he was actually planning on saying. Cause like he was just sitting in the audience uh, and they had made a, I guess they made a couple of tweets that were like referencing that they were ma- working on this game or whatever, but they were finally like, and all it was was just an announcement of the title and just a couple of like quick blurbs, but it was just a cringeworthy quick interview uh, in the middle of an E3 conference. So weird. And there's literally nothing else other than a name. So I don't know what to yeah. tell you. other than Oh, you get to be a Jedi and you can swing a lightsaber around. Hopefully it'll be as good as Outcast. Yeah. Or yeah, Jedi Outcast. Jedi Outcast was fucking great. Oh,
1: epic game. Um then Battlefront 2 on Star Wars is
0: getting Clone Wars to yes. it. Um So they're right now they're at, they've been working on the Solo Star Wars movie stuff and then eventually they're going to be adding in Clone Wars. They've added in like cuz the game's been out for a while. They've been adding in um a couple of different movies things everywhere.
1: Yeah. The Unravel series, I don't know much about. They got a second cup one it's, coming out.
0: It's a platformer with a little bit of a puzzler to it. Um, it's kinda their it's, uh, it's the solution to Little Big Planet. Kinda. I mean it's on it's a. it was a, I think it might have been a PlayStation thing originally. I'm not sure. But it's it got a lot of really good reviews. Uh it was very well received game and people were excited to see Unravel too. I don't really I mean it has drop in in and out co op, so you don't have to play the whole game by yourself. So yeah, that's cool, I guess. Interesting. I've never played it. I've seen it. I know a lot of people really like it. Mm-hmm. That's really all I can tell you about it. Sea of Solitude looked really cool, though. Yeah,
1: and very interesting. EA is getting into the emotionally uh, charged gameplay. Mm-hmm. Or emotionally charged storytelling games. Yes. Um, it'll be interesting to see what a first-party developer will do with something like that. Like, I mean, other first-party developers have made heart-jerking or heart-pulling oh, yeah. games before, but... Uh, th- there's such this indie market of it nowadays, and first-party developers kind of got away from that. Like, Heavy Rain was the... Pla- la- Heavy Rain and probably The Last of Us were the last really emotionally charged games I played where they were trying to get a point across through the story, it seems mm-hmm. like. Um, not that there aren't others, but those are the ones that stick out in my mind. So it'll be I interesting th- to see EA take their twist yeah. on I- I d- would loneliness and depression.
0: Yeah, I would, I would say that... Um, Indie developers tend to do it a lot more um, with, you know, Limbo being a good example of that. Uh, Ori and the Blind Forest was another, or, yeah, I think that's what, I think it's yeah. not right. Uh, that, that's another one of those ones that was very much, had, had its moments. Mm-hmm. Um there was a there was like a World War One or World War Two thing oh, by Ubisoft. Oh
1: yes, fuck! What was that game called? That remember. was a great game. Um, it, there's yes. the one with
0: like him and his dog, and then there's an, there's I think there's another one too. I cannot
1: think of it, but I do have that game. And when you're a World War One soldier and you play like the three different soldiers mm-hmm. on the different sides of the war, yeah. Oh, such there's, a good there's there's that one, and there's yeah.
0: another one that's like uh, it's like this journey of like a soldier and his dog or something like that, and uh, it's another one of those like in, in the indie developers, and I think that. One of those actually might have been Ubisoft in general. I don't know if it was an Ubisoft like indie you know Co thing or, or what it was, but there are like some of those short games like that that would be classified as like indie, not AAA or whatever those are those tend to have that that feel to it because they can't they're, they're generally usually limited to, to their resources so they they work within what they have mm-hmm. rather than making some bombastic. Gameplay thing Yeah It's something simplistic With a, this a story behind with it a sto- With a real story behind Where it's it Whereas like
1: Big parties like EA And whatnot Kind of stuck away from that Because they're cash crop
0: game Oh yeah well, it's, it's hey What's gonna make us money Oh a shooter Okay Especially Five EA Five shooters this year
1: EA is a big cash crop Gaming company Oh, you, you want you a sports game? Okay. <laughs> we'll give you one every goddamn year with only two, th- tw- two to three changes in the entire You got entire a new thing.
0: roster and one new button, baby. Uh, you got to love them. You got to love them. <laughs> um, and then EA quickly killed... So, so we have Sea of Solitude. And then you go to EA just destroying a, uh, a classic series. So they took Command and & Conquer and they put it on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> in a really, really bad game (laughs) like it just doesn't it doesn't really it's one of those things like yeah if you want to kill time it's probably great to play yeah but it just doesn't interest me i'll tell you i'm gonna try it go ahead i mean let me know how it is because i don't know much
1: about it i didn't look too much into it because it's it's just a phone game right
0: so you 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 can make certain units and you fight unit their units with your units that you're making the goal is to control the area around this nuclear missile the nuclear missile goes off, and three strikes, two strikes, something like that, destroys the other team's base. So if you do it enough times, you'll destroy their base, or if they do it enough times, they'll destroy your base. And it's meant to be quick and easy. Yeah, I'm it, not. I'll try it. I'll see how it goes. Let me know how it is, cause I'm, in if inter- my I'm interested in plays know.
1: it. Cause I'm not getting the top of the end of the phone yeah. this time. I'm getting middle range, cause Lord knows I break phones. I'm around computers all day long. Yeah. I don't need nothing special. I'm
0: sure you'll probably be able to download it on your computer. Yeah.
1: Uh, but I'm very sad that I'm not going to have a stylus anymore. That's going back to the phone. I, I just have to get that out there. <sighs> all right. Anthem. Anthem. Anthem looks great. Anthem looks pretty interesting.
0: I was excited uh, last year's E3 when they, they were showing it off, and then it's gone through, like, I don't know if it's just development hell or what it's dealing with, but it, it's been I think it's been pushed back and stuff. They like were all about it last year at E3, showing off some stuff, and then... They quickly pulled back after E3 and stopped really showing things off and now they're showing you more stuff and it's it I I like it. I think it looks really cool. I think the gameplay aspect of it is nice. The fact that you're not confined to one style of play, you're inti- like you're not like Destiny, you pick, you know, you want to be the warlock, you're the warlock all the way through. You're the hunter all the way through. Unless you make a new character and then you start over from scratch. In yeah. this case, you actually can change your armor. Oh, I don't want to be the you know all around guy the assault guy or whatever i want to be the heavy for this next mission you can do that you don't have to like worry about it so that's nice uh, and the giant monsters are always cool i don't know yeah giant monsters are always sweet uh, And so other than that ea did their usual like hey look at our sports game that we're going to show off this year which was fifa then they talked a lot about uh, their origin access Premier uh, subscription service that they're doing Bye bye EA. EA just didn't have like, EA's big thing for me was like, oh cool Anthem, and then like the small everything else things. was like eh. the Sea of Solitude was the only other thing that really caught my eye that I thought was nifty. Microsoft. didn't so jump, jump into Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft <laughs> so, had some interesting. So stuff. So Microsoft came out and said, "Fuck you guys, we're showing you all the games in the fucking world." Yep. <laughs> I think was I think their stat was like fifty games, uh, fifteen were world exclusives, or four. I don't I, I don't remember what the actual there was a ridiculous amount of stats. With, their, with what they were doing. They just came out swinging with like, hey guys, we have the strongest system. You should play your games with us. But do they? They do. The it's 1X, not a PC. Well, council. they have the strongest, <laughs> the strongest council, okay? System, council, not system, you know, PC. Yes, PCs are far superior. Yes. If you can get the, the graphics card. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if you can get past all the goddamn floppers with the goddamn flopping for Bitcoin.
0: So they opened up. With Halo Infinity, which was interesting.
1: It, it seems interesting. It, it sounds like they're going back to the old,
0: well, so that's the thing. Halo it, world. You, 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 you're like you're looking at this, and you're first. I'm like, I wonder what this is. This doesn't. Okay, what? I have no. I'm not really sure what this is. And then you see some rings. I'm like, like they're just uh, stone rings. I'm like, I wonder if this is Halo. And then you see Master Chief's helmet. And you go, it's fucking Halo. <laughs> and then you go, they're on the Halo planet. This looks like Halo 1. What's going on here? Yeah. (laughs) It'll be interesting to see how they take it. Yeah. Um, So with Halo 5, uh, you were split between Master Chief and another Spartan team. I can't remember. Yeah, I didn't play anything after 3. They were all right. They were playable for the most part. I feel like if three was originally. a good ending to the trilogy. Three, three was good. Three was really good. Oh. Bungie's Bungie's tr- original trilogy, one, two, and three, without all the fluff of like, I thought I loved ODST, but like Reach, I could have done without. But one, two, and three were great. Mm-hmm. There were some mechanics in four that I thought were really good. The story was meh. Uh, five had a more interesting story because the, the this trilogy is based more on Cortana. The AI are only supposed to be around for like seven years or something like that, and she is like. She's like on year 14. Like she is breaking down and she has like multiple personality disorders. What it seems like she's bipolar. Like she's all kinds of fucked up. Oh, she's like crazy bitch. Everyone wants to love. Yeah. Um, and so of that and master chief dealing with that, cause he doesn't want to let go of, of his AI that he's had since forever. Yeah. Um, and so it's been an interesting, there's been some interesting story points and some not so interesting story points. Uh, I'm interested. It, it'll be interesting to see. I'm going to keep using that word. <laughs> to see what six does, what infinite. Yeah, it could does. be pretty interesting. Uh, exactly. <laughs> if they uh, if they find an interesting way of ending it,
1: <laughs> I'd be interested uh, to see what they come up with. Like.
0: It would be. <laughs> so yeah, but the fact that it it looks like taking you know Halo One and like 4K it because it just it, that's what it reminds you of at first. Did um, they
1: really 4K it or did they 2K it and go Bioshock on this bitch and Infinite?
0: No, I think they just 4K'd it. Okay. They they doubled the 2K in. Like, they, they doubled the 2K with the Bioshock, that bitch, and they just spun it all together, blended it up, and gave you this awesome Well, smoothie.
1: maybe they'll actually do something with what the <laughs> fuck Twist Bioshock gave you because they didn't <laughs> do shit with it. Right. That's,
0: that's where I'm like, I'm kind of curious to see what, what they're going to do, why it's called Infinite rather than Halo 6. Yeah. In this one, so I was what I was alluding to before with the, the, the split um, campaign stuff with 5, is this one that they've come back and 343, who's been doing this new trilogy, is like, no, we promise you, you're going to have more Master Chief. We will give you a lot more Master Chief this time around. Give but them so what the people want. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of what I've read and seen about it. There, was, there wasn't any gameplay. It was just this teaser video for it. I mean, that was it. it was, that was what they opened with. So like that, that was them coming out saying, yeah, bitches, we're yeah, here. Yeah, bitch, yeah. And then you go into Ori... And uh, the willow, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, which is the sequel to Ori and the Blind, Blind Forest, mm-hmm. uh, which looks great, and that owl is gonna wreck some people, wreck some shit. So uh, again, you haven't seen. I don't know if you watched the game, the any of the trailers. That but, one I didn't. Okay, uh, so there's like they in the in the trailer, Ori and the other creature. I don't remember what its name is, but they find this little. Uh, they take in this little owl looking thing and they train it so its wings are all fucked up and they keep it around they you know befriended and you know treat it like one of their own kids Mm -hmm. or whatever and i can guarantee you this owl is just gonna like it's gonna be a plot twist it's gonna be a feral and it's just gonna wreck some some people's you know emotional status while they're playing the game Uh, if i find a heart while playing the game it might wreck mine but that's a whole nother story it sounds entertaining it's, the first game was great. I thoroughly love it, and I think if you enjoy platformers, it's a game you should definitely play.
1: Yeah, I still got to play through it. I remember I started it. That uh, Samurai, or no, is it Sam Sa- Yeah, it's, it's one of the Samurai,
0: yeah. one of the two that, that came out. this
1: Sekiro year. Shadow Die Twice is a ninja game for the makers of Dark Souls. Yes. So mm. it's going to be a twist on uh, the Dark Souls series, or uh, the ass- gameplay blend. Assuming. I, I mean, assume.
0: It's- it's- the, the assumption is that it'll be Dark Souls meets the Samurai mm-hmm. story. Like Dark Souls meets horror was Bloodborne. Right.
1: But maybe it, they'll twist everything could, up and go M. Night Shyamalan on us.
0: But it could and say I I would I would actually be more interested if this was more story driven and more and less like hard gameplay. So that's the thing. If you get into the games, there's a
1: deep ass story. If you start looking for like all the secrets, there's a really deep story to the mm-hmm. games. Um, or at least demon or uh, b- 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 demon souls Mm-mm. dark souls
0: Mm-mm. bloodborne yes bloodborne. <laughs> i'm just gonna go through all of the games
1: <laughs> in bloodborne um like there's a reason why the whole place is decrepit and blah 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 not just like why you're dead and you're in this afterlife mm-hmm. um and there's a big story behind it it's, they make you uncover it mm-hmm. through really hard gameplay that distracts you from it yeah
0: but it is there um so i mean i don't know i it's one of those games i'm really interested in probably wait till it comes out so i hear more about it so i can decide if it's one of those games i'm actually going to pick up but it looks great it looks like it has a really cool story uh i'm a sucker for samurai stories so there you go and then the first of like five fallout 76 trailers yeah <laughs> so
1: even though it's bethesda they show it under microsoft well they,
0: well, so they they had already announced it before yeah. e3 Uh, And then for whatever reason, Todd Howard, Todd Todd Howard, I don't, I'm horrible name thing. I don't, I'm horrible with names. Um, A person. Yeah. Well, that's not Anakin. Right. uh, The, the guy who does the, the follow games, he comes out, he talks about it there on Microsoft stage, which is one of the first of a few things that showed up on the Microsoft stage that really surprised me. Uh, just because? Why? And, and especially since Bethesda's, and he even makes a joke that Bethesda's conference is literally across the street in like two hours. <laughs> so he's at Microsoft, then going to give his presentation again in two hours. But yeah, it's like one of the first of five, of like three or four of these Fallout seventy six trailers. Now
1: is that Microsoft trying to get ahead, or Bethesda and being like, no, you go over oh, no, this there is, and you this drag is, them all over here? No,
0: this is Microsoft saying we want everyone to know this is the place that they want to play their game. They mentioned it multiple times throughout the entire thing was that the Xbox One X is the most powerful system. You will get the most out of your games uh, when it comes to a console, the console environment you know, on the One X. If you want a, a strong gameplay, that's where you should go. And that was their big thing, uh-huh. um, which was, I mean, Sony's kind of invited on themselves after all the bashing they did on, on Microsoft for the last couple of years. Just saying. Yeah.
1: So interesting thing about Fallout 76, Fallout multiplayer, Yeah, sweet idea, pretty sweet idea. Now, please, 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 Bethesda, make a Steam Workshop and allow people to mod the goddamn game. If you don't carry over Fallout, like the modding ability of Fallout and all other Bethesda games, they, to this,
0: they're the biggest on, on game modding. Uh-huh. And they're the biggest on game modding for a couple of reasons. One of those main reasons is because, well, one, it builds community and keeps people playing their game. But the main reason is that they get ideas from the community. Oh, they do. Because the, the whole building aspect was a mod that someone else did. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's been showing up in their games, because someone's like, oh, we really like this mod. We're going to steal this idea, but we're not going to say anything, and we're going to put it in our game. And they've done that multiple times now. So they, they really love mods. Bethesda and Microsoft were the first ones to, to bring modding to the console systems. Mm-hmm. So they are big into mods. I would be incredibly surprised if they didn't allow mods. Now, as far as like... How it's going to interact with multiplayer. Multiplayer. And and it's going to be the interesting thing. Yeah. Because and, and, you over-mod a
1: game, it fucks the entire oh, game. Oh, yes.
0: If you put on, if you put in like three mods, those mods can destroy your game and, and make it impossible to play until you start t- removing the mods. Yeah, you got to find the ones that are compatible. The interesting thing for the the multiplayer, there's random nukes on the map that you can just, if you get the codes to, you can launch them. Uh, and you're building a town base thing and someone's just going to nuke your shit and you're... You're gonna build something, get it nuked, and then you're gonna be like, "Fuck this! I'm never building something again." I'd never do that to anybody. <laughs> That's gonna be what what twist brings to that game is is how the community deals with Everything. the nukes. Uh, I don't know if you played or were interested in the Life is Strange stuff, but Captain Spirit, the Haven't awesome adventures of it Captain now. Spirit. I'm not I'm not huge into eh. those those types of games. I tried the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead Telltale game. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't hit it for me. I'm just not interested in a lot of those. Even there's some really cool ones. Like there's the Borderlands one. There's the Game of Thrones one. Um, I heard great things about the Batman one. Like there's, they're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy one, I think too. Yeah, I heard Batman was Uh, great. And I personally love Back to the Future. Yeah, that was another one. They pick stuff that interests me. Like the topics that they pick interest me. But when I'm playing the game, I don't, it just doesn't do it for me. See, I started on like old
1: point and clicks back in the day. Yeah. So, well, I didn't start on them, but that was, that was a big basis. Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah. LeChuck's revenge to be specific
0: okay but uh crackdown 3 i figure you'll be
1: excited about <laughs> oh, that I was
0: super excited to see that again especially bringing terry Crews back for the trailer <laughs> um last year's more live action trailer was fucking hilarious uh and this one held up just as well to see him in the crackdown mm-hmm. universe graphics and stuff like that And it, it holds so true because i've i've played one and two and those games are they're like saint's row Yes. They they don't take themselves seriously. They make fun of the genre that they are a, par, a part of mm-hmm. and like all the stuff that's going on. They know they're super overpowered and they make they take every advantage. Everything's of it. ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Um it's just a fucking hilarious thing. I was it was one of those things. I was sad to see the game get pushed back and pushed back. So right now we're looking at a February release date. I think is what I told you. And I'm super excited to see that game come out. The next is Metro Exodus.
1: I still need to play the Metro 2033 games and what. Always heard they were great. Um, just never got a chance to play them, so that might be on my ticket for this uh, fall when I get back into hardcore, like, going through series of games.
0: It's a, it's one of those shooters that's supposed to have a really good story, and it's interesting, but I never... Yeah. I was never really interested... To scary, too. I've never really been inter- interested that much. Like, there's some shooters I'm really interested in, and then most of them I'm just like, bleh. I don't care. This, yeah. The market's too saturated. I'm not... I'm going to pick, like, three of them. That's what I'm going to play. Fuck everything else. Agreed. And that's what kind of happened with the Metro series for me. Fell on the yeah, fuck it. It's just another game I'm yeah, trying to figure out. Yeah, And then seeing Kingdom Hearts three on the Microsoft stage was fucking weird. Yeah, understandable. And it's it's really putting me into questions. Like I still need to get a PS four because mm-hmm. I have a PS four game that I need to play. Uh, <laughs> and I've I've played all the other Kingdom Hearts games for the exception of like the handheld ones, which most of those are on game or on Nintendo systems. Yes, for the exception of the uh, Birth by Sleep game PSP one. Yep, that's Birth by Sleep. So. Other than that one, the rest of them were all on Nintendo handhelds. The main console ones were all PlayStation. And now it's like, I have an Xbox One X and I have a 4K TV. I could get it for the Xbox One X and get a better visual value. But is it going to be weird playing it on an Xbox controller when I've been playing it on a Sony? You're one of them. I'm always going to be one of them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um... You could always just borrow my PS4 at this point. I probably could. But it's not even used that much anymore. Yeah. I've I've completely gone to the Switch. There's a couple things I jump back to my PS4 for. Like, whenever I borrow the fucking Final <laughs> Fantasy XII from you, I'll play it. But, <laughs> hey. So you might as well borrow my system, play it, and then <laughs> right. we'll swap back.
0: But yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, I got to kind of figure out what I'm going to do with that. If, if I have a PS4 and it doesn't look like they're going to do anything that's like, hey, if you play the other games on the PS3 or PS4 systems this will add something to your to kingdom hearts 3 game if nothing like that happens then i'm yeah. probably just going to get it on the xbox one x cuz makes sense in my opinion it's going to be the better place to play compared to to playstation
1: now i'm curious if it'll then come out on pc cuz it will come out on xbox
0: yeah that's i mean i don't think i've seen anything but i really haven't been looking to see if it'll be on pc but that is a good call they mm-hmm. are doing that you know cross thing then uh Last week, we weren't sure if Forza was a real yeah, so I was saying like Yeah, so I remember reading something that said that the Horizon, 4, or, or Horizon 5 didn't make sense for some reason. I just couldn't remember what it was because I don't care about Horizon, or the Forza series. But it's because 4 hadn't come out. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Horizon 4 <laughs> is going to be coming out. Horizon 5, you've got to wait on it. Yeah, Horizon 5 is going to wait. Then they showed all their indies. Oh, no, no. Well, this wasn't their indies. This was the Microsoft purchased a bunch of studios, like indie studios, and is creating their own indie development team. Is it really indie then? Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's um, essentially Microsoft is backing them because a lot of them need like Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo or whatever to help finish their product. Yeah. Especially to to get it into production and get it out there. Um, Ninja Theory is one of the ones that they purchased. And Ninja Theory has put out some you know probably double a games mm-hmm. i would say they put out some high quality games but this gives them a way of getting away from the rat race for the as they put it the rat, uh, essentially the rat race for getting a uh, triple a game going they can work on more of those emotional games more mm-hmm. thought like any of these studios can work on like emotional games thought-provoking games or whatever um, and then they can have that polishing they can have the polishing and they have a steady income rather than like pushing out three games hoping one of them hits it big so they can fucking pay everybody. Yeah. there's There are issues with it. So by Microsoft buying them, it can be an issue for them in general If depending on how Microsoft gets pushy with them. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day when, when Microsoft bought Bungie, part of the reason Bungie hates Microsoft is because Microsoft was like, "No, nah, we like that Halo game. It's making us money. You make more of those. Yeah. And it created a, a bit of tension between them and that's when Bungie could get out. They were like, peace. Bye-bye. Uh, and that's why they've kind of really Stuck it to to Microsoft by going to Sony with Destiny. Now that Microsoft isn't getting rid of Xbox and they are more interested in the games aspect rather than saying ah you gamers are weird over there our computers are more important they realize that the Microsoft the Xbox stuff is bringing them in a lot of money between Xbox Live and the various games and stuff. Uh-huh. So I don't know that they're gonna have to the that these indie companies are gonna have to deal with that same stuff Bungie dealt with probably not. And that'll be good for them and it could come out with a lot of really good games. I think they announced a few games off of that list that were pretty interesting but I can't remember for the life of me. Uh, But they they, they bought the... Undead Labs. Undead Labs who were the State of Decay people. They bought the um, Playground games which is the Forza Horizon people. So those are people who... Well, Forza were games that were already being made for them. Yeah. But now they they own that company that does it so they can work more with them and get more stuff out or get better stuff out or, or, you know, if they want to do something different. However that works. Ninja Uh, Theory. Ninja Theory, Compulsion Games. Yeah, so they they bought a good deal. And they've upped their repertoire of developers. Yes, and so that was their big thing. Microsoft Studio, the Initiative is what they're calling it. So it kind of gives them a chance to to do what they want to do. The Initiative goes into the Division. Yes. With the Division 2 coming
1: to D.C. Mm -hmm. in the summertime
0: looks really good. looks like they've, they learned something from the first division game and they possibly fix things. Hopefully it just be a matter of what the bugs are. Yeah. It's an Ubisoft game. So I don't know what to say. I mean, they're notorious for horrible bugs.
1: Yeah. Ubisoft does that.
0: Another cool thing though, was shadow of the tomb Raider.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that, that new tomb Raider movie or take on tomb Raider was great. I, mm-hmm. I loved
0: it. First game was great. I've heard good things about those. The first two, I think I didn't the play third the one? second one. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm like, pretty sure this is the third one. Um, I've heard good things about them. I've never played them. I would like to. I think I actually got one of them on Games of Gold. So yeah. We'll see Another happens. one of those. It's cool. Then they showed Sessions, a new skating game. <laughs> so, That's so people got punked first off. Uh-huh. You're watching this thing. You're watching some dude skating. You're like, oh, is this going to be it? Is this going to be Skate 4? Is this going to be, oh, my God. Huh? And then it's Sessions. <laughs> yep. I wonder if they're going to have the GoPro Session in it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that popped um, in my head. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a skating game. It'll be interesting interesting to see what happens again. I'm gonna use that word about 500 more times before we finish this. Please count count all of them. I don't know where you're at now, buddy. Oh, uh, Devil May Cry Five. This was something that was super surprising to me to see in general. This actually caught me off guard. Hmm. Um. So Ninja Theory, we were just talking about them. Mm-hmm. I believe they were the ones that did the last DMC game. It was. Devil May Cry DMC is what it was actually labeled as. Yes. Which is fucking weird titling. But that was like a reboot of the series. Yeah, I tried mm-hmm. to play that. I didn't get I, into it. See, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed that one. I didn't have any problems with it. But I had, wasn't super invested in the earlier ones, mm-hmm. which made it easier for me to get into the newer one. Devil May Cry 5 is a successor to Devil May Cry 4, which, isn't, which is the original... of yeah, the actual story. Which is a continuation of the original stuff. So this is something that brings it back true to form and kind of blends but it looks like the DMC Devil May Cry uh, Ninja Theory game with the uh Devil May Cry main series and it looks cool. I'm st- I'm definitely interested to see what happens with it, um to see what is up with uh, Dante's new arm because metal arms are cool.
1: Who doesn't like metal arms?
0: But I I am a big fan of their the humor in those games because it's just the sarcasm.
1: Uh-huh. An expansion to Cuphead's coming? Yeah.
0: It'll be so really hard. And say, if you, could, if you could manage to beat the original one, hey, look, there's more to beat. Jump Force looks fucking cool. It
1: looks interesting. The anime fighting crossover.
0: <coughs> Goku versus Naruto. Well, yeah, Goku, Naruto, Luffy. They showed Frieza. Uh, they gave a quick glimpse of Light and Ryuk. And that's just the start of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was actually a discussion with one of my
1: buddies and another random dude uh, at the Moonhoot show on Friday. And they're like, yeah, no, Naruto would definitely fucking kick Goku's ass because he would turn into the Ninetales fox. Yeah, the... I've never watched Naruto. The
0: the Ninetales form. um, Yeah,
1: Ninetales form, and then he would kick Goku's ass. I'm like, I don't know what the Ninetales form is, but if he could really kick Goku's ass in that, it would happen because Goku would let him become the nine tails form before right. he ever fought He'd be him like
0: oh there's something you can become something stronger you should show it to me he, you need to show exactly this to me and then he would that get was, his ass kicked but was, i don't was, know that it would truly happen I, I i read this in the comic section comments section for uh light like everyone's making fun of oh lights in this game like what's the point of him being in this game what's he gonna do write down their names and kill them oh wait Haha, uh, he can't kill goku because that's not his real name and then goku would be the one that, like he would write it down Vegeta would be like ha that's not his real name and goku would be like Oh, that's right. It's Kakarot. And you write it down and get killed. Like <laughs> it's very just, true. I, I imagine it's going to be a, a light Ryuk combo team. I hope so, because Ryuk is a fucking
1: shit. Yeah. He's my dude. It's the only thing they got right in that fucking live action <laughs> movie. Yeah. I don't even know that they got it right, but he was done decently. Yeah. he's was the best thing in
0: that movie. Yeah, and
1: he was the best thing. He had fucking light, dark humor. and Well, light, dark humor. <laughs> <laughs> Some lightly dark humor to go along with everything. And... uh He was more menacing than he was in the show, but I, I, Ryuk is the best thing out of that entire fucking series anyway. Um, I like apples. (laughs) Then we go on to another thing with Light, Dying Light too. I heard it
0: was a good zombie game. Yeah, I heard. I heard the first one was really good. It's interesting that this one, they don't show the zombies until like the very last second of that trailer, of like the release of that. It's like, oh yeah, things get get crazy at night, and then the zombies. It's Mm -hmm. like, I mean, that was a big part of the first game. I'm just kind of surprised that it's. Not as big of a part in the, the second one. And now But again if you're if you're continuing and then the, the next obvious step in your zombie thing is the rebuilding of society. Yeah, it
1: is. And the next thing we have on our list is the one that's really, really, oh, really big surprise. Again, that was another
0: surprise. There were a few things that surprised me. And most of it came out of the Microsoft. Not much interesting like information about it or anything. Title screen. <laughs>
1: Battle Toads is returning with yes. Couch Co op. Yeah. That's all we know. Yeah, that's it. And wasn't Battletoads originally on the NES? Like, has not... I I remember it from the SNES. SNES, okay, that was... I, I, I honestly yeah. don't know. I didn't have either of those systems. Well, so.
0: I, I I just want to say, I don't... I can't... It, maybe it was on the NES, but I remember it from the, from the SNES. I remember it because we had the Battletoads Double Dragon game mm-hmm. uh, where you could play as, like... You, you could get two people going, and one of them could be a Battletoad, and one of them could be one of the guys from Double Dragon. Or you could have both of, of one or the other. Okay, so, that's so maybe how it was a NES game. I, that's how I remember it. Maybe it was carried over.
1: But yeah, so that'll be interesting. Uh, see how hard that fucking game will be. Yeah. Uh, just Cause nice. Four. Really hope they have multiplayer. Really hope they
0: have built-in multiplayer this time. Yeah. Uh, say so they. Uh, it was again. It's just one of those weird ones that it showed up on the Microsoft thing because the they had they had their own um, conference. Conference. Like, yeah. They so why not just so, announce it? Yeah. But they brought it on the Microsoft stage first, which I mean, okay, cool. they didn't want to really do. talk about it, but I wonder how much money Microsoft paid out. This I'm sure, year. I'm sure Microsoft <laughs> paid a shit ton of money. Uh, then you we already the, talked about it a little bit. Got, Gears of War Five. Yeah, three Gears games. Um, I don't. It just kind of shows you the first one. So you have the main Gears Five. Uh huh. There's a Gears Pop game, which I think is supposed to be a mobile game. Yeah. And there was, I think, there was another Gears game. I Gears Tactics. I mean, yeah, yeah, like that's XCOM. They're yeah, going to try to make it XCOM
1: like, which. I don't know that you could do a better job than Mario vs. Rabbits, buddy. This is true. Sorry, um, but, of the,
0: but of the Microsoft um, IPs that you could pick from, Gears is the most reasonable one Gears? to choose. I think Gears makes the most sense. Yeah, because squad-based battle already. Yeah. So. You, you, could, you could do Halo, but you already have Halo Wars, so why would you do that? Yeah. So Gears makes the most sense.
1: I've seen a lot of hype about this Cyberpunk 2077, too. Um, haven't watched much about it haven't read much about it, but I know a lot of a lot of my Filipino friends
0: are really hyped about yeah. this game um it's by the same studio that did, uh, does the witcher games i yes. believe and uh apparently it's uh it's a first person shooter r p g is what i read is what it's gonna be uh interesting setting so it's it at least intrigues me yeah it should be cool we'll see how it goes yeah. um then after Microsoft, oh, I don't know if you want to go through the oh, the ridiculous amount of other things that so so those are the main things from the Microsoft Studio stuff, and then there's a collection of just other stuff, with like two expansions for Sea of Thieves, uh, near auto autom auto, uh, automata, uh, is coming to Xbox. Yeah, really, stop doing that. Uh, hang on. Okay. Go back down. Alright. Uh, another look at We Happy Few. New PUBG mode. Uh, Tales of Vesperia is uh, getting definitive edition and it will also be on Xbox. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection is coming to the Game Pass. Um, the Division, Elder Scrolls uh, Online. Fallout 4 are getting we're coming to the Game Pass the day of their um, of their conference and you got another look at the Zelda like indie called Tunic. And there's another few things. Again, this doesn't cover everything that Microsoft did because they just had way. too It was much. like game 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 game. Phil Spencer game 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 game. Tom Howard game game game. game, game. Like way that's too what many it was. Games. So it was cool, like less talking, more trailers was nice. A mm-hmm. little bit of change for most of the E threes, and then Beth- then Bethesda did their conference a few hours later. You mean their concert? Yes, concert. <laughs> Sony had a concert. It
1: wasn't it? Wait, wait, wasn't, wasn't it
0: Bethesda? Who had Andrew? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Andrew WK? I forgot they also had a concert. Yeah, so Bethesda had a concert first. Yeah. And then Sony also had a concert.
1: Yeah, they had Andrew WK yelling about partying, the the life of the party, the sober dude who parties all the damn time. Are
0: you ready to rage? Yep. For rage, too. Crickets, crickets. Are you ready to...
1: Like, nobody was interested in it? No one knew what... Like, I fucking love Andrew (laughs) WK because it's just fucking ridiculous. But... Yeah, if you don't know what he's about or what it is, like you're like, what the fuck is this bullshit? White dude, dressed in all white, doing on this stage, yeah. <laughs> playing
0: then, keyboard really weirdly. <laughs> like they they came out like Bethesda's um, head comes out and he's making fun of of uh, Walmart Canada for <laughs> for releasing the the Rage two stuff like two months earlier than what they were supposed to. <laughs> he's like. Yeah, it, you know, they're probably better known. They might be better known for their low prices than they are for keeping a secret. <laughs> um, and then they introduced Injured W K, UK uh, that nobody was really interested in. And that was Rage 2. And yep. then you get uh, Doom
1: Eternal. Doom Eternal will be interesting. A uh,
0: a sequel to the the remake of Doom. Yes. So, 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 I the, hope it comes out on Switch. The, uh, it should. I mean, the Doom remake made it to Switch. I'm, so, I'm pretty sure this will come out on Switch. And it makes sense considering it's a game that's great for mobile and, you know, pulling up a second control, second player to play with. Um, Which will be great. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't get too much. You'll get more at QuakeCon. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and Prey gets a bunch of new stuff. Never played much of Prey um wolfenstein young blood will be coming
0: <laughs> so they uh they did they did this and then they they also announced that they were bringing a Wolfenstein i think it was wolfenstein game to uh to mobile <laughs> and he's like in our in our ever-pressing uh manner of getting you to kill kill nazis on every platform available to you <laughs> You gotta kill
1: Nazis everywhere.
0: God damn! I wish I, forget, I had. I forget who it was, but they—it was just they came. Like Bethesda had some 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 good jokes, I would say, in their in their press conference. It was just like, yeah, we know what we are, and we're gonna totally acknowledge it. The fact that we have Wolfenstein on everything you can think of—you can kill zombies or you can kill Nazis on your phone, on your PC, on your, <laughs> your console. Doesn't matter. We're we'll, we'll gonna we'll bring it to your refrigerator next year. Oh, and it, it
1: I wish I still had the video uh, to watch. But uh, back in high school, I did a—we had to do a newscast thing and record it for his American history or whatever. So we had to do this newscast on World War II. So we did one. We made a commercial during it, and uh, like we had our paintball guns and everything, blah blah blah. But Alex did this like half animated commercial of, uh, oh, you want to kill Nazis? Well, now you can kill. German Nazis, Italian Nazis. You could even kill Japanese Nazis. <laughs> I don't remember what the fuck the commercial was about. I think it was about some Nazi killing game that we were making up. And it, I don't know. It was just great. And I wish I had that newscast so we could just watch it again. I, I lost that in my corruption in my external hard drive. And that was one of the most like heartfelt and moments. So would
0: anybody else in, your, in that group have it? Maybe.
1: Maybe. Alex, do you have it? I must find out. I'll, I'll find it yeah. i'll find it hopefully if not maybe julie has it because she helped edit it okay otherwise no yeah um but then going back they came to fallout 76
0: yes. which we talked about earlier um really nothing else to add to that this is just where we got the rest of that information yes um <clears throat> and then elder
1: scrolls blades yeah. uh, a mobile yeah a mobile elder scrolls yeah. game Let's see how good it'll be because it's a first-person RPG which touch inputs. So I don't know if you're gonna have to have a real high-level phone to do it or
0: whatnot and play. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think that they were showing it off on like the iPhone X, is what I think the, okay. the trailer was. Um, so I don't know how how advanced it needs to be. From what I remember catching a few articles on, it's you know it's a it's an Elder Scrolls game, but if you're looking for something. In depth, it just it's pro- you're probably gonna miss. Yeah.
1: Um, then they showed a teaser for Starfield, a next gen sci fi game. Yes. So uh, that'll be interesting. Is it gonna be like Fallout? Is it gonna be like
0: Elder Scrolls? Is it gonna be completely different? Right. Speaking Space of, of el- exploration. Say, speaking of Elder Scrolls though, they uh, mm. they also gave you a drone shot of Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, and um, and someone has already um pulled a. Um, uh, a, a website name for it, uh, Elder Scrolls Six: Hammerfell.
1: Yeah, um, it's believed to either be Hammerfell. Uh, yeah, Hammerfell is what they believe it is. I did uh, some research into this one because I love Elder Scrolls and I'm curious. So this is definitely your wheel. So I did some research on it, but I didn't do research that these other people's researched because. <laughs> uh, so we're talking Elder Scrolls here. We're talking Morrowind, Skyrim, Oblivion. They all have the lore in books in the game that I never fucking read because I suck at reading and there's just too much reading to read all the books. Within the lore of the books in the game, if you read the Geography of the Lands book and you read Hammerfall and the description of its coastline, it matches the coastline that they showed us in this preview with the high mountains, the desolate-like cliffscapes, And the fortress-like little um, castle. So it's very much believed that this is going to be set in Hammerfall by the geeks who read the books in the games. Oh, there
0: you go. (laughs) Um, Oh, and that that Wolfenstein game I was talking about earlier was Wolfenstein VR, which will be on like uh, everything from your PC VR down to your cell phone VR, like Google Glass or whatever the fuck you're using, Samsung Gear. I don't know what the fuck they all are. There's too many of them. But that's where that joke came from, was like, we're, that was the Wolfenstein game that I was referring to earlier. That is all for Bethesda. Yes.
1: Um. So good stuff, a lot of stuff that's going to be coming later, and stuff that was announced by other people. They didn't right. really even get to give their own conference. Um. Going on Square,
0: Square. Enix. So this is, was highly disappointing for pretty much everyone who likes Square. Yeah, so they show Tomb Raider again. Yep. Um, a little bit more uh, explanation about it, of like, the stealthiness to it, and being one with the jungle
1: yeah there's more life is strange stuff with um awesome adventures of captain spirit
0: yep which i mean if you like it you'll probably like this not my thing so i'm gonna pass
1: yeah babylon's fall That um, looks fucking
0: cool it, it looked pretty interesting uh i would totally like the 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 teaser trailer that we got looks fucking cool i would like to see more about it so i know what the fucking game is yeah
1: but it looked cool uh just cuz four which i've said that was ubi before it's definitely square um but they were shown during microsoft too Yep. So another lackluster thing, uh, Luster.
0: Uh, and then there was Quiet Man. Yeah, another new IP thing going on. I don't know. It looks, I guess, probably something similar to uh, Sleeping Dogs.
1: Yeah, it, it's a Sleeping Dogs like Brawler, but you're blind and you're like Daredevil. I guess. I, uh, I don't deaf, know. I don't know. I yeah, have no idea. or deaf, not blind. <laughs> so you're, you're
0: kind of like Daredevil. Yeah, you know the other sense.
1: Yeah. You just lost that one. <laughs> the one that he actually uses. Well, yeah, the other one
0: he uses, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got uh, Final Fantasy XIV crossover with Monster Hunter, and there's also going to be a Monster Hunter crossover where Final Fantasy st- stuff is coming into their their domain. Uh, another, a new trailer for Dragon Quest IX, Uh and a release date and trailer for Octopath. And, oh, and a new demo, in case you were interested in that. Um, I, I think it's the prequel demo, the... Yeah, the, the, the Prelude stuff, demo is what it is, and if you buy the game, your um, progress will just can't, will just transfer over to the full-fledged game, um, just in case you were interested in that. Because I know you played the, that demo, and you seemed like you kind of enjoyed it. It wasn't bad, uh, but yeah, nothing on. Oh, I and mean, they did their own Kingdom Hearts stuff. I don't. It's just not on here. Yeah. But, um, nothing on Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, nothing on Final Fantasy like, itself. Anything else? It was just like, oh, hey, we're teaming up with Monster Hunter, and that was it. There's nothing new in Final Fantasy World, which made a lot of people upset. <laughs> yeah, they, there should have been more um, from what
1: they've been talking about from previous years. Oh,
0: yeah. And I'm sure there were a couple other things in there that, 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 that just, Sony just didn't really, or Square just didn't really announce like anything. Fucking Ubisoft is releasing a game. So if you're a big fan of the Just Dance games... Uh, I, I know who you are. You're a huge fan. That's huge. why you were dancing in the, the circle earlier. I always dance. Um, I want you to know you don't have to have an Xbox One. You don't have to have a PS4. You don't even have to have an Xbox 360. You don't even have to have a Wii U because you can also get it on the fucking Wii. <laughs> they released a game <laughs> that goes back to the fucking Wii. <laughs> why i want you i want you to just take a moment and just absorb that information it is available on the xbox one the ps4 xbox 360 with connect wii u and the wii <laughs> but no switch i don't think it's on the i didn't see the
1: switch fucking ridiculous
0: it may have been the switch may the switch may have been on there as well. ubisoft
1: you need to stop doing crack all you need to stop <laughs> doing crack
0: so they, they're releasing a game for the wii um it was really weird. You would see a fucking dancing panda in the beginning of their show.
1: Who doesn't like pan- dancing panda?
0: I, I mean, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it was weird.
1: Now, here comes a sequel to a game I really need to play um, that came out on GameCube, uh, Beyond Good and Evil. Heard it was a great game. I've always heard great things about Anthropomorphic it. Anthropomorphic animals, all, all great stuff. Um, and now Beyond Good and Evil
0: 2. Mm-hmm. It looks like it could be good. Yeah, I mean, the, the trailer looks awesome. Um, oh, so this was the... Thing I was telling you about before. Uh, so this is where Joseph Gordon-Levitt, um, he has a thing called Hit Record, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like a way of getting people to like make stuff together. So you 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 make like a ten second thing, and someone else makes a ten second thing, and it just kind of adds on and snowballs, and you have this full piece. Mm-hmm. They're doing something like that, but just regarding this game. So artwork that people have. Uh, if someone has music that they have that they want to try and get into the game. Maybe they have a scene that they think should be in the game. Any of these things, they're going to be put into this hit record melting pot. And, you know, the developers can kind of sift through that and figure out, find different things that they want to add in from the community. So they're bringing the community into their game, which is really cool, but also really weird in the way they're doing it. Don't know how it's actually going to work. They explained it, but it just doesn't make sense in my head.
1: It'll be cool, though, to see what they pick out of that whole uh, pool of stuff they'll get to actually go into the game.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you got a new Trials game, Trials huh. Rising, mm-hmm. which, I mean, if you like Trials games, here's another one. Yep. Yeah. Then the Division again. Yeah. Division 2, this time with more in-depth stuff. Um, so this actually was really cool. You'd, they're, they're bringing raids into it, which isn't what's really cool, but what's actually really cool is the free DLC this is something that's been picking up steam along the way um, monster hunter did it is doing it with their stuff they're giving they're doing free DLC
1: and it's needed
0: it is we've paid too much for too much shit yeah uh, but it's it's really nice to see this coming in and, and it more developers picking up on it at least like I said at least with this um, the first season of DLC will be free maybe the rest of it will be free as well we'll find out in time at least the first yeah and then next, you have the uh, the Mario Rabbits Donkey Kong DLC. Which I'm excited about.
1: Yeah. I can't wait for to play Donkey Kong and Mario Rabbits and take on the Kong Rabbit again.
0: Yes. Uh, it, it looks... looks and again, I'm going to use this. I want, I want how many times I use this. I want someone to count it. Uh, but it looks interesting. You're going to count it. I'm going to make you count I, it. I'm not count. Fuck that shit. Not, that, <laughs> that sounds like work. I didn't do this for work. So you want to make our uh, our listeners work? Yes. Let's slave see if they pay attention. It's the slave lo- labor. Oh, I mean, free labor. It doesn't have to be Slave. I'm not forcing them to do it. No. If they don't do it, I can't do anything to them. I guess. <laughs> I guess. You got a point there. But <laughs> I mean, it looks cool. There's It's a whole new story. Yeah. So it's not just, hey, look, here's an extra character or two. Yeah, it's some change up of gameplay I heard too. Um, yeah. Some different things you can do.
1: Skull and bones, the yeah.
0: hunting grounds. So another game uh, trying to battle for that. Uh, Black flag. Black flag territory. I mean, that's what it is. Someone's it's, gotta beat Black Flag one I mean, day in why, a better pirate game. But why not Ubi? <laughs> they made Black Flag. I know. I don't know why. They they have the mechanics there. <laughs> they already had it. I don't know why it took so long. It's I mean it is so it is Black Flag, but it's also not, from what I've heard. It's you know you have the sailing, the pirating stuff going on, but there's enough differences that will make it its own game. Um so you can get different no weather. No aliens. <laughs> no nope, no alien ancient races or anything like that. No, artifacts or assassins. With well blades. I'm sure there's artifacts. No, just gold. Gold. Lots of gold. Uh, but yeah so this game has different weathers uh weather ten- weather settings. I don't know. You can get rain or good winds or different things. But that'll also affect how many other pirates are out on the sea or how many other um you know freights and things are out yeah. there making deliveries. Makes sense. So you can make you could score really big or you could get a clusterfuck really and fun. get yeah. Should be interesting to see how it goes. Yes, it will be very interesting. And then they had uh, Transference, which Elijah Wood yeah. is teaming up with. Elijah Wood's production company is teaming up with Ubisoft to make this game. So this is a game that's actually going to. Or has. I shouldn't say is going to, but has the potential to break that barrier. Like, people look at games as a medium. To expand on like like it's like movies because it can it's such a long experience yeah. and it has a story but it's interactive mm-hmm. so this actually gives a chance of like being more movie like and having that interaction yeah and it'll be it could be really cool to see what they do and Elijah produ- yeah
1: Elijah Wood has been producing a lot of stuff so it'll be interesting to see the quality and what he puts out here yes or helps put out here yeah. Uh, and then you got Starlink. With Star Fox.
0: For the Switch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Star Fox isn't even going to be in a Star Fox game. I, I, Ubisoft and has a weird relationship with everybody right now. Yeah.
0: I, Nintendo is just. Well, Ubisoft
1: has <laughs> given Microsoft their shit, and they're like, Nintendo, give us yours. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I just. It's just. It, it's weird seeing Nintendo giving first party IPs ki- to yeah, a third ki- party. Like just, just being so like. Yeah, okay. you can make Pokémon. Yeah, you can make Mario and the Rabbids. Yeah, you can put Star Fox in this weird sci fi you know, space thing. Hey, if it works, it works. Yeah. Well I, I hope. I the only thing that that really puts me off about this game, um, is it's another one of those ones you have to buy like essentially the toy and its parts so you can build your ship. It's a cool mechanic. It'd be really if I was like you know, twelve years old, or if I was in you know middle school, or whatever. Oh, I'd be super this, interested in it. Is this like those Guardian things? Yeah, I think like Skylanders. Skylanders. Yeah, except it's it, you know you have a spaceship and you can you can click on the different weapons you're gonna put on it and stuff and build your spaceship like on the fly. I guess you can do it while you're in battle. So if you're like, oh, I need this weapon, you can uh, put it on. It'll make your life easier. I already play with too many toys. I play forty k. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, <coughs> I just don't know how. Much, I'm really gonna be interested in this mm-hmm. game. We'll see what happens. We'll see what it's um, how it works with the Switch. Because if I'm gonna get it, I'll get it on the Switch because it has Star Fox in it. Yeah. Uh, but if it's like, hey, even on the Switch, you need the toys, I'm probably just gonna be like, yeah, I'm not gonna buy it. Fuck it. Exactly. I don't need to buy booster pack for my video game. Right. I don't. That's exactly what it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, For Honor. That the the update they're doing For Honor. Fucking. Awesome! I'm gonna have to probably check that game out again. Um, I loved it when I when I first came out and I bought it and I was playing it. loved that game. I was actually pretty pretty good at it because I was playing it enough for a while there. They're adding in the back in like Three Kingdoms, one of the Chinese groups, but they're so they're adding in the, the these Chinese warriors, uh, and then they're also adding in. So they're giving a graphical update, but then they're also adding in breach. So you get to you know have your own castle, and you know, break into someone's castle or a defender castle, which is fucking cool. Like that's just that takes that whole mentality and just builds on it. Yeah, like, it's just it awesome. gives everything. It should be cool to see how that game flushes out more now. Um, then uh, they finally gave a setting for Odyssey and more information about the fucking thing. So it does take place before they kept they keep saying it's a sequel to Origins, but it takes place before Origins. So how is it a fucking sequel to Origins? It's called a prequel, but. But they Sometimes keep saying a fucking sequel. The French. Let yeah, the French do
1: what they want to uh,
0: do. But yeah, so it takes place before uh, uh, before Origins, and you do actually get to hang out with Socrates mm-hmm. and have verbal battles with him and stuff, so that's fucking cool. I wonder, uh, wonder if you can save all the little boys from Socrates. Probably not. They probably won't put any of that in there. Probably not. <laughs> um, uh, but they do, so they do have some of the, the mythology stuff in there, because at the end of it, it looks like you're, there's a minotaur. Mm-hmm. They I mean, they did some of that with Origins, but it was all, like, glitch stuff and had to do with, like, the animus being weird or something. Yeah. I don't know. So the main story really didn't have a whole lot of it. And the, the stuff that was in the main story was pretty much him tripping out on some drugs. Uh, you so know, so ancient so? ancient uh, medicine Ayahuasca. is what it was. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't think that the it's nice for them to put in the greek mythology stuff mm-hmm. to say yes we're gonna have this in here it's gonna be in there but they they are saying it's not really a part of the main story so okay. that it, it makes sense to me yeah it keeps it they can, quote, they unquote, can go to real. the setting but not fuck with what they've already done right it makes it quote-unquote realistic or keeps the realism of it mm-hmm. um while separating out that fantasy for also being in the game but yeah. Uh, In a different section of the game. And now you can fight for Sparta. Yes. This is Sparta. Uh, But they've revamped, yet again, revamped the fighting system, so it's more RPG-like. Interesting. Um, There's more than, like, three pieces of armor, so you can actually, like, top to bottom, change out your armor set. Uh, you got an awesome spear. That's one of the ancient artifact things. And I don't know what else changed. There's a bunch of changes to the game. Some more stuff. It actually seems like, you know, they're doing a good job. So assuming that they keep with the origins, how well they did how well they did with Origins, origins, Odyssey's looking to be a really good game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am excited about it. Um Oh, they're gonna be releasing a documentary that they were doing on uh Rainbow Six Siege players. Uh and that's called Another Mindset. It'll be released at one of the Rainbow Six tournaments. Nice. And Crew 2 got a new trailer and an open beta. And that was it for Ubisoft. Okay. Nothing groundbreaking yet again. I mean, like, we can go to Sony. Yes. To the other concert.
1: To, I don't know who played for that concert. Uh, I, it was just, I that think one. it
0: was just the, it, it seemed like it was the developer of like whatever game it was playing. Like in this case for um, Last of Us 2, he was playing, this guy was playing the, uh, the banjo. I won banjo. I want to learn how to play the banjo. That's um, that's one of my goals in life, I think. I haven't made it official,
1: but it's one of the up there on there. Do it. I think I will.
0: Yeah, so the first thing that they opened up with was Last of Us 2, which, again, coming it's that's their version of coming out swinging.
1: Yeah, I, I'm excited. Last of Us was a great game. I I don't know. I, I, know. I never
0: played it, and so... You're just because biased I, against because, it. Well, be, I never played it, and because I saw, saw it so much, and it just didn't go away it's like the walking dead for you it oversaturated me yeah and i just i couldn't have cared less about the game that's where i got to that you don't like
1: it for the same reason i don't like the walking dead because it's just everywhere and i blah yeah so yeah that's how it goes sometimes yeah but i think it'll be good well
0: you can play as ellie and see what ellie does as she grows up yeah i guess the the violence i guess the violence in it is like super i guess graphic i don't know it's it it's it makes you like not want to kill people. I guess is pretty much the point of it. And that's why they do. That's why it's like gonna be, the way the violence is gonna be. Mm-hmm. It'll uh, be interesting to see the other samurai game that's coming out. Oh, did you have anything else to say about? Oh no, that was it. Okay, the other samurai game that's coming out, Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. So in this case, there was a guy playing like one of those uh, Japanese. Loop things. Yeah, I don't know. That should be interesting.
1: uh Open world samurai game. Again, sucker for samurai games. Looks really cool. Yeah, that's all I can say. I I
0: have a feeling that might be a next gen one. Probably next gen game. There wasn't too much. It didn't look like there was like too much gameplay. It was looking like a one long trailer. It looks cool. Looks interesting. I again, I love samurai stuff. So yay me. Control. I guess it's like uh, made by the folks behind Max Payne, Alan Wake, and the most recently Quantum Break. I think I remember. I remember seeing it. I think I remember it saying it looked cool, but I. I don't remember it now. Resident Evil 2 uh, Remaster. Oh, How do you feel about that?
1: Eh, It's Resident Evil. I've never played much of them. I've played Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 5. Okay. And those were good. I never played any of them, so I got no opinion. Kingdom Hearts, yet another. But (laughs) Uh, this time it's Pirates of the Caribbean world.
0: You got Johnny Depp in there. I feel like that was also shown in the square one. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I it, didn't it watch sh- watch the conferences. I just
1: watched the stuff after it was
0: released. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you get the, the pirate stuff and a few other things that jump in. Uh, dead Standing. Death sti- Stranding. Or Death strand, <laughs> Death Stranding. It's
1: still yeah. standing on its
0: feet he and is. apparently coming out. It's a fucking weird thing and it's Hideo Kojima so people are like crapping themselves over it.
1: And isn't D- Gilmoro Del Toro somehow involved also? No. Or is that another project that I'm thinking No, so up? that
0: was the... Fuck who does... It's the Konami series. Is that Resident Evil? No. Uh, this It came out of
1: that, though. Um, well, so Silent thi- Hill. Silent Hill. This
0: came from that, and I yes. thought Gilmoro Del so Toro was still on board. He was on the Silent Hill thing. I don't think that he's in, involved in this. Because this directly think, translated into that. Well, because Silent because Hill got scrapped, S- S- and Silent they Hill moved got, it all over. Silent Hill got scrapped, um, and I'm guessing Hideo Kojima really liked, what, or at least working with um, Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of carried into, we already have this Relationship. Let's actually make a game since uh, Konami's being a piece of shit. And so Hideo Kojima made a game. I don't know that it's... I don't know that Del Toro's in it. I don't think he's involved.
1: I'm sad about that.
0: Guillermo Del Toro will also contribute his likeness to another character through facial and body scanning. Okay, so it looks like he's now a character in it.
1: Yeah, because I just looked something up and it's not clear of what he's doing. He didn't want to release
0: it until gameplay footage was released. According to According to Wikipedia, that's what mm-hmm. I just read. I don't know. It's Wikipedia so take it for what it is. Neo 2 got a new trailer. Never played Neo, so I got nothing. Fucking Spider-Man game looks fucking sweet still. It's another reason I need a fucking PS4 cuz it's only coming out on PS4 and it's bullshit, but it looks fucking good.
1: Yeah, it it looks like it will be really good.
0: FromSoft is making a PSVR game?
1: Yeah, I didn't know too much about that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. There's some stuff about the Black Ops four game coming out. Destiny two Forsaken trailer, which is a DLC game mm-hmm. or DLC for for Destiny Two. Some platformer called Trover Saves the Universe. From the Rick and Morty guys. Oh, interesting. Or from Rick and Morty's Justin Roland. I don't know who that is. That's one of the Rick and Morty guys.
1: Yeah, I I, I know Dan Harmon. I'm guess, I wonder if he is the other guy's I don't know. I don't know much I stopped listening to Harmontown because I got really fucking annoyed with that podcast and I can no longer respect Dan Harmon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really bad. It actually got me to the point of not watching Rick and Morty season three because I no longer like Dan Harmon as man. Wow.
0: That's yeah, it, it's bad. Them,
1: them some feelings there, buddy. And, and them some feelings, yeah. Um, I will watch Rick and Morty the rest of the third season eventually. They're, but so they're getting ready to release a new season. Yeah, season four was officially credited to be coming at some point. But yeah, uh, Dan Harmon is a scumbag, and that is my fucking point of view on that douchebag.
0: Okay. Uh, (laughs) He went on a rant about how
1: (laughs) he had all this... Well, on his podcast, it was, I'm not trying to seem like the special elitist, but I just got too much money, and I don't know what to do with my life, and I'm fucking depressed. And then he went on about how he uh, sexually harassed the woman during uh, Community, and the... If he had just grabbed him by the pussy, he would have been a better dude than the way he went about it. He, like, manipulatively controlled this woman through her job and things like that. Wow. And uh I can't get behind a predator like that. <laughs> and that's just me. But, yeah, it, it, he came out about it, and at least he came out about it himself on his own podcast. Yeah. Um, But still, just it, the way he said it, like, he you can't not have it. You're just a fucking sleazebag, dude. Like, you... He even was like, I put this woman through hell, and she knew that, like, if it wasn't for me liking her and the situations that were occurring, like, she wouldn't have a job, blah, 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 da, 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 and it's like, wow. Yeah, you are a fucking scumbag. Okay, then. That was my Dan Harmon rant. All right, everybody loves Rick and Morty, so like I, I, I've told some people I don't like Dan Harmon anymore, and they're like, "How the fuck don't you like him?" I'm like, "Oh, well, let me lay this out to you." And yeah. they're like, "Oh, wow, okay, yeah, he sounds pretty
0: douchey." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. can make a good show, but doesn't mean you're a good person." Right. Well, there's another one. Uh, Chris, Chris Hardwick just uh, got the, pretty much the same deal. Going that? On. I know the so, name, I don't know who it is. So he does a lot of like the he did he was doing the the Talking Dead. So after the Walking Dead, there were a little like talk about the show thing oh. he was doing talking dead he was the founder of nerdist he has had a bunch of other talking show like talk shows after after different shows or now he had he was going to have a full-fledged just talk show on amc and then comedy central he has or still has had or still has a show called at midnight never watched he's he had podcasts and different things like he's a big nerd guy comics and different things like that his ex-girlfriend basically just Wrote about how he was sexually and emotionally abusive. He sounds like an
1: asshole too. Uh,
0: it's well, it's the thing is like it's you're hearing this story and you don't yeah, you don't you know don't all know. the details and so it's like yeah I, with the Dan Harmon thing he directly yeah said with it. Dan Harmon Dan yeah. actually said it. Chris Hardwick says he didn't do anything like that and then said and points blame at her about for cheating and that's why they broke up and all this other shit so it's like i don't know all the details but i find it hard to believe that a female would come out and say all like all the stuff that that she had actually listed in her post and at least not at least some of it being true like i can't believe that all of that is is made Still, up
1: there might be some exaggeration yeah but,
0: but i it's like so it's just like yeah chris hardwick's like losing all of his everything. tv shows he's been pulled from san diego comic-con he's yeah he's he's getting really fucked right now so back from rant <laughs> back to nintendo yeah <laughs> something else we can rant about
1: the final showing of e3 yes which i'm actually pretty fine with yeah. With what they did show for this year um eh, i mean the nintendo came out and said we're showing you shit from this year They, they, they
0: we showed you what's coming they've we're they, just gonna show you what's gonna be here now before e3 they already told us what they were gonna do and they, they followed through and that's what i can say about that yeah They followed through. Well, big one.
1: Big one. I've been waiting for it. Been waiting for it since the release of the Switch. Mario Party, October 5th. Yeah. Can't fucking wait. Looks really cool. You could fucking configure the 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 goddamn tablets in different configurations and use them for the same mini game? Yeah.
0: Like, put my Switch next to your Switch, like, parallel and uh, you could do so much shit, apparently. So, a couple of things about that. One, the two the two Switch thing is fucking awesome. And the fact that you can use them to, to make pictures or to, to change your board game around. Like, yeah. that's cool. It also from the trailer looks like you can just, like, I'm assuming once you unlock the minigames, you can just straight up just play pick the minigames and play the minigames. Probably, Cause it yeah. doesn't, because half the stuff, you never saw a board. It just looked like minigames. Yeah. And that was part of Mario Party, but it seems yeah, like this is going to be like. One. Once you unlocked them, you could just go and go play. And play. And okay. So it's, it looks like there's a lot of that. Looks really cool. Looks like it should be a lot of fun. We'll see. It, hopefully, it's nothing like Mario Party 10, because that was a uh, really bad one.
1: Yeah. I mean, Super Mario Party. Hopefully, they're going back to the classics and revamping it. Yeah.
0: Then we get Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, DLC. So ah. it's just It's been out, so they're adding some oh, DLC Oh, yeah, that was it. the second one. Uh, so, yeah, they add DLC to that, and then they announced a Fire Emblems game for the Switch. Looked pretty fucking sweet. Oh, yeah. I, I liked it, it. I like it. It looks cool. It also is different. It's not a standard Fire Emblem game. Like, this actually has platoons, and that is not something I've seen in a Fire Emblem game. Like, I've seen units. Like, mm-hmm. you get a unit, like a named unit. Yeah. But this is, like, also you have a platoon of people with him. I don't know. I haven't played the ones for the DS yet. I have to do that after I play Ocarina of
1: Time uh, and Joy's mask, which will be probably next year.
0: <laughs> I have one of them and I play, I have played most of it and it was fun. Yeah.
1: I've, I've heard great things about it from Brian. Um, at split
0: the party yeah, and, uh, he plays them. He used to play them while we were backpacking They're They've all, they've gotten great reviews for as long as I can remember. They've always, from what I remember, they've always been a very solid.
1: And the whole, um, if they carry over like the hereditary system or whatever, the uh, family system, these people can fall in love, have a kid, blah blah blah. Mm. That'd be really cool. See if they continue it. So uh, another thing that was big with uh, Nintendo.
0: <laughs> so this this created a fucking shitstorm, my friend. It did it? I didn't yes. know it was a shitstorm. No, it wasn't a shitstorm. It created one. Oh, what's the shitstorm? So, Fortnite came out on Switch, yeah. and it was available that day. Yeah, I played it. You were part of the two million people who downloaded this game. I didn't game. play it that day. I played oh. it though. <laughs> well, did you play it within like this past week? Yes. So, there were two million downloads. Oh, I don't man. know when this was actually... I don't know if it was within a two-day period or what the actual period was, but there were two million downloads of this game. Mm-hmm. The people who downloaded it on their PS4 and linked their account to their PS4 can't link their account to their switch and people got fucking pissed. Okay, that and I did Sony see. Sony didn't ever actually acknowledge it. I didn't realize it was linking. I thought it was you couldn't
1: share stats. No, so, so like your, your stats pr- you, wouldn't upload.
0: No, your profile it can't even will be not go onto your switch game if it's attached to your oh, PS4. Oh, thank god I didn't play it on PS4 cuz so my you, buddy was trying to convince me to play it you, on PS4. If you've played it on PC, if you've played it on Xbox, you can bring your shit you can bring your shit into the switch. Mhm if you played it out, if you connected your stuff to your ps4 it's locked
1: man that sucks <laughs> and a lot
0: of people got this error and they were like what the fuck and nintendo kind of came out and went well we are very much interested in the players and we are very much in- interested in our developers and we're willing to help them and so when you know the players said that they wanted cross cross play we were like Sure, and when the developers said we want to cross play we're like, "All right, we'll make it happen." And then there's other people who don't, and that's what that's what Nintendo pretty much said. Uh, and then Sony came out and they like, "Oh yeah, we hear you," but they never made any any mention of what their plans were to do. Um, they never made any mention of like trying to fix the situation at all. So they've made a non a complete non statement, and that's where this is left at. <laughs> I
1: don't know. We'll see what it turns out to be, but. I had a legitimate fun time playing Fortnite. Everybody was telling me, oh, it's going to be this huge, like, fucking learning curve and blah, blah, blah. I made it to the top seven. I don't nice. know how many people are in a server, but I made it to the top I seven. Have, I have no idea how. Yeah, the, uh, and uh, that was my works. second game. I killed like three people. Nice. And I couldn't survive anymore because everybody built these fucking towers that I didn't know how to build. So yeah, yeah. there's the learning curve. Yeah. Uh, when you get back to the the last people, that everybody's building these towers, and I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to do this. Snipe one dude out of the tower, and no, wait, now the other dude sniped me. I mean, I feel like I did good for my second game, getting to the seventh person alive.
0: Yeah. There you go. Hollow Knight came out on the Switch that day.
1: I'm guessing something similar to Shovel Knight.
0: Uh, I'm Platformer not sure. Platformer-wise? Maybe. And then they went into a half hour of the new Smash Brothers game. Yes, I cannot wait. So, Smash Brothers Ultimate. Every character ever. Yeah. Great. Which was... That surprised me. That was a, a genuine, like, oh shit moment for me. With, uh, I guess, what, two new characters as of right now. We have Daisy and everyone has finally gotten their wish. And they will be able to play as Ridley from uh, Metroid. Play as your space dragon. Which I'm super excited. Like, I am actually excited for that. I really want just, to... Just just to see what he's like. I probably won't play him enough to get to like him, but I'm going to play him a couple times to enjoy the fact that he's in the game mm-hmm. and then move on. <laughs> yeah, so there's 60... Did it say in here? No.
1: No, it didn't say the exact
0: total, so but... The total is like 60 50-plus, yeah. It's 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 actually 60-something. I can't it's remember great. what it is.
1: Curious to see how the Squid Kids are going to play. Other than that, Nintendo didn't come out with too much. They're going to... Expansion uh, for yeah, Splatoon. which was already
0: announced. Uh, they're going to come out with new Amiibos for it. But mm-hmm. And for um, Smash, a new Smash Brothers series of Amiibos, including a Ridley Amiibo, which I really want. I know. Out of any of them, that's probably going to be the one I pick up. Probably. I, I can imagine. Still haven't bought an Amiibo yet. I've one day, maybe. Got a couple just because they were had stuff for games. I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess I should do that. Understandable. And then uh, you got a few things for Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. They showcased the Pokeball Plus accessory. Oh, they showed off Killer Queen Black, Overcooked 2. Yes, Overcooked 2 I'm kind of excited about. That's yeah.
1: equal to Overcooked. We can cook more and yell at each other.
0: Yes. What's better than that? Apparently there's more, there's some crazy um, gameplay mechanics, new mechanics in this game. They had fucking crazy enough yeah, there's gameplay there's, mechanics. There's, there's more. There's, oh. there's more. Oh, you can throw food this time, which would be super fucking helpful. Oh, I can't wait to throw food at you. <laughs> Damon Ex Machina. Was oh, the other one yes, I that looked really showroom. cool.
1: That looked yeah. really cool. Pretty much an Evangelion-like shell-shaded game where you go and take down these huge monsters yep. as a robot something. Can't wait for that.
0: Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters coming to
1: Switch. I might buy it for Switch. I don't know. I got to figure it out.
0: SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy, Octopath Traveler, and the Sizzle Reel uh, announcing a bunch of third party games and ports too. So they completely ignored the Metro Prime stuff, which they announced last year. And then this year, they're just like, nope, we're not talking about it. Nope, don't want to even say it.
1: But they were true to their word, and they're going to show what is coming out this year.
0: Yeah, there's a couple of things that are announced for 2019. But yeah, their main thing was they were going to showcase Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, and from what I've read, it's not just a port with all the characters in it. No, it's a new they game. have actually changed some mechanics. of the speeding, yeah. some of the speed mechanics in the actual game. They've added in an air dodge, aerial dodge, aerial yeah. something. Yeah, but yeah, it's a full fledged new game. Not yeah, a and they've yeah you know, they've um for the people who like to dodge a bunch in the air or dash back and forth or rely on defense bubbles and stuff, your invulnerability times will shrink as you continue to use those things, which is good one on one battles you do more damage, so but in multi uh like you know three or more people you're doing le- you're doing a standard amount of damage mm-hmm. what else? I think there are a bunch of mechanics because they're they're definitely trying to cater more towards the competition people this time around uh, but also giving newcomers a good place to start because you have every fucking character oh, and they've made some adjustments to certain characters like star fox is from is his star fox zero okay model. We- I'm sure they're going to have the old suit, too. I'm sure. You, skin. You, yeah, probably when you go through it, it'll probably be the old skin. Mario has Cappy. You have a Breath of the Wild outfit. A couple outfits for uh, Link. Zelda is from A Link Between Worlds. Ooh. The balls are less time-consuming, so they are more like straight to the point, do their damage, get off screen, move on type of a deal. I can't think of anything else. I, I know there's a bunch more stuff from from the, the smash brothers thing, but I can't remember all of it. And I'm a horrible person for it.
1: Oh, you're such a horrible person, Tom.
0: Yep. Yes, I am. All right. Um, again, they just, they didn't acknowledge anything about Metroid prime four or the, the original, it'd be really cool to see the original trilogy come to the switch. Uh, their tree house, they had tree house stuff like game showing gameplay from the Let's Go Pokémon games mm-hmm. uh, showing the motion control stuff. Yeah. Showing off the Pokéball. Uh,
1: they kind of ruined all that the week before. They just Yeah, they well it they, they
0: had already come out with it. Cause they didn't want it to be at they didn't want it to be a big part of their E3 yeah. presentation. Uh, but they did show like live gameplay and and using those controls live. Uh, and they showed off some of the Smash Brothers stuff live as well. But, well,
1: you guys out there, let us know what you guys thought of E3. What are you excited about? Uh, what can't you wait for to come out this
0: year? And uh, what were you mad that didn't show up? Yeah, what didn't show up that you're pissed about? Like Final Fantasy 7 or <laughs> Metroid Prime Four. I'm not. I'm not angry at all, Sammy. No, I'm not, not at mad. all. No, not
1: no. You just, you just look like an angry, angry, angry man. I was
0: hoping I looked like an angry hippo. I, I was gonna say cat person for a
1: second. Not but that I, uh, no, bet you. No, angry cat from DBZ. Even though he's not angry
0: ever. Beerus. No. No, Majin Buu. Yajiro. No. No. Yajirobi's buddy. Oh, the that cat one. Yeah. Okay. I can't think of his I name. I don't remember his name either, but I know who you're talking about now. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's done. It's over. I screwed up. The one who makes the sensu, sensu beans. Sensu beans. Yep. Oh well. You're one of him. Sure. He has no eyes. That just You just like closed rock. your eyes, that's why it reminded me of it. You got you got <laughs> slits for eyes. Well, with that, I'm Sam. I'm Tom. And we're Geeks with Issues. And this is Geeks with a Podcast. Bye bye.
0: Later.